Hey everybody, it's the Me and My Boyfriend Nicole podcast, and I'm Aurora. And I'm Nicole. Hi everybody, long time no record. <laughs> We're back! Back, back! back again. For you guys, it's been no time at all, but for Nicole and I, it's been like... We took the holidays off. And then some. <laughs> and then some. Um, yes, and we are here today for the beautiful, most wonderful, gorgeous, loving... Angel in the whole wide world, Aurora. Aurora has been going through some stuff, as y'all are well aware <laughs> from previous <laughs> podcasts. Um, she's been going through some changes, and um, my beautiful butterfly um, put herself in a cocoon for the holidays and is now ready to burst open and fly off the cliff. Ah! I still want to be in the cocoon. The cocoon is nice. I know, she still wants her whoopee. She wants to wrap up in it. But we have um, been feeling some things today, right? And some things yesterday, really. And yesterday, too. We we hit some walls. Mm-hmm. And we've decided that we want to climb over the walls or just tear down the walls. Well, right now the wall is really, you know, nice and solid. And we want to stay on the other side of the wall. But we're realizing that we should probably just, like, maybe start to climb over them just a little bit. <laughs> okay get some rock repelling equipment right and so start these things yeah if you've if you've been paying attention and and listening to previous ones you know that aurora carried me through my fetal position moment Mm -hmm. um and now i'm here to help her now i'm the one that's like i don't want to talk nicole leave me alone yes exactly (laughs) she is in the fetal position in my bed literally literally i'm like Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. And um, we're going to work through this, right? So can you tell us what's going on here? Well, right now I feel like I want to cry. So bless anybody that can understand me. Mm -hmm. Once I get going. (laughs) 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 No running, Forrest. We we conquer in this stuff and um, we are going to burn all of it. And move forward. So, okay, so pull the, pull the blankie down from your face and, um, and speak and forevermore be free. Well, I met this gentleman who I thought I really liked. And then I realized I was just using his, him as an excuse to, like, not deal with my problems. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much easier just to focus on somebody else than yourself. And I don't know if anybody else is guilty of this, but I'm like, if I fix everybody else, I ain't got to fix me. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and I are both guilty of that. Right. And I'm like, I even picked it as a profession. <laughs> okay. Social worker. My superhero cape. I don't have to deal with any of my stuff. I'm going to fix all yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you got to take that cape off at some point. Yeah, yesterday I was literally at my computer, like, applying for jobs, like, halfway crying while my nephew was trying to do his schoolwork. And he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what were you feeling? And I realized, like, that's what I was doing is, like, I'm just, like, I'm always trying to escape the same thing all the time. Like, um... And I use, like, other people or projects or just 
full on like avoidance, just like mm-hmm. um even work, being work, in jobs that yeah. take over. Yeah. So I don't ever have to deal with mm-hmm. anything and like yeah, and even even bosses. Yeah. You kept picking the same kind of boss again, over and over, just like picking the same relationship over and over. Yeah, yeah, someone who I literally could do everything for them and take everything over. That way, I don't have to deal with me. Mm-hmm. Like, their life becomes my life. And, like, it's so much easier that way. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder why I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because not only am I dealing with their shit... I'm subconsciously dealing with my own things. And then I'm like, why am I so tired all the time? Right. (laughs) I'm so emotionally and physically exhausted that I have no time or energy, literally, to deal with my own shit. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like (laughs) me working 80 hours a week (laughs) and then trying to raise a family and and a relationship on top of that. I don't know why it kept falling apart. Like, (laughs) at least the kids were good. You know, all my kids have turned out good and are amazing. It's the one thing I did right. But then at some point, it gets to the point where you have to deal with your own stuff no matter what you do. And I told you earlier, I'm like, I finally realized subconsciously that I was a point where my children are grown now. Like, they're good. I can't even use that as an excuse anymore. Like, it's safe for me to finally deal with my stuff. You know, my ex-partner, you know, he's moved on mm-hmm. and has started this whole new life and everything else. So I can't even use him as an excuse, you know. And so I finally have to deal with my stuff. And I even admitted to you that I needed to apologize to him because yeah. I realized that I kept him stuck, you know, for so many years mm-hmm. and possibly even put guilt on him for wanting to move on because I'm like, no, we have agreed that we are going to be at this point in our lives forever. And we were really holding each other back from growth. And it took him leaving for me to finally like have to rip all my own band-aids off and fix my stuff that nobody else could fix for me. Well, what really did it for me, and I haven't told you this, but like I was talking with Jaden, my nephew the other day, and I was like, Jaden is finally on the path where, like, he's acknowledging his own stuff. And I'm like. Take your breath away. That's what I wanted you to do your whole life. I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm so happy you're in such a better place. Oh, my gosh. My 18-year-old nephew is becoming more emotionally mature than I am. (gasps) (laughs) Reality check. (laughs) Oh, no. Do you want to go ahead and let her in? You know she's just going to cry at the door. Yes, that's that's Lucy, my my puppy dog. She's like, I feel a roar in distress. I need to come <laughs> lick and love her. Okay, come on, Lucy. All right, jump up in the bed. We are literally in my big king-size princess bed. <laughs> yep, she went straight to you. She's literally wrapping you in a hug. She's putting her <laughs> arms around you to hug you. Is that better? Okay, you can be her. Her service animal right now. Thank you for being my emotional support puppy, Lucy. Right? Aurora needs to cry. It's okay. <laughs> Can you not already see the tears? I see the tears. <laughs> I feel the tears. I hear them. You need to let it out. Do you want me to take those for you or are you good? No. Okay. Is she good? Okay. You helped her through that moment. So, so there you were realizing Jaden was more. Like or, he was like coming into himself and I was like... What have I been holding on to, like, for 27 years of my life, you know? 
And not that Jaden is, like, completely 100 fixed human being, but it's, like, just the fact that he was even acknowledging things that he had never really said to himself before. I was, like, you know, that's so beautiful that that's happening mm -hmm. for him. And I was, like... I want that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I was talking with Nicole earlier, and I'm like, oh, she seems so happy right now. I want that. <laughs> and I was like, why am I so upset all the time? <laughs> but I don't feel upset all the time. Like, I feel like I'm constantly going through these, like, ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And then I worry, like, because my great-grandmother had, like, bipolar, and I'm like... Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Oh, Grace. Like, just... I worry about that because I can feel myself sometimes going into these, like, states of, like, where everything is so good, everything is so high, and then everything is, like, so low, and I feel like I can't get out of, like, this, like, constant cycle mm -hmm. of, like, up and down, up and down, up and down. And then I get really worried about that. And, like, I don't want to bring anybody into that. So, like, I try to keep it as, like, tight as possible and, like, a ball. And I make the joke. I'm like, I live off of repression. I'm not kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's literally how I get through everything. Like, I just put it, like, in a little box. And I'm like, all right. It'll be fine. I'll figure it out. As soon as I say, I'll figure it out, I'm like, that's when I'm really upset. Because, like... Right. And then we were talking earlier, right, about um, how I know for my family, like it's full of addiction, like all kinds of different addictions, you know, from drugs and alcohol to everything you can think of. And I always thought that I was winning because I was like, I don't have any addictions. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. If I think I'm drinking too much caffeine, I'll quit it. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a problem. But then. Yeah. Then I was like, I don't have any addictions. I don't do drugs and I don't drink, which is true. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't drink. The only time I drink is when I'm with you, really. And even then, I'm like, oh, oh make me sound like the alcohol. No, 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 but like. You know, I got you. But like, well, I, I only, have, like, um, one glass. Yeah. And, I, and then I'm like, completely done. I don't yeah. want any more. And I don't yeah. do drugs. I've never really done drugs. They don't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, I don't have like, vices or addictions. But I do. Mm -hmm. Mine is being depressed and like anxious and like living in that little like ball mm -hmm. that is my escapism because if i'm in there then i don't have to do anything because mm -hmm. i have the excuse of like this is where i live mm -hmm. and it's easier and safer in here mm -hmm. and that is the drug for you that's the drug yeah yeah you know that feeling yeah it's like safe right and to have to get rid of that is the complete unknown mm -hmm. it's like okay i know this suck mm -hmm. but if I let go of all this and I move forward, it's complete unknown. Like, I have no idea what that's going to be like. Yeah, like, I don't know who I am anymore. Yes. Yeah. And then we talked about that, and I was like, but that's the beautiful thing of it, is you get to be whoever you want. It's not carrying the baggage of the past anymore, of what our parents, you know, told us we were, positive or negative, mm -hmm. you know, of what... Um, society has told us through jobs through relationships or anything else we finally get to define who we are you know and like i was telling you for me it was letting go of which i thought i already had but really letting go of 
this victim mentality in my head Mm -hmm. where it's like, well, I was a child of abuse, you know, and then I survived abuse in relationships and I've overcome all of that, you know, and I stopped the cycles of abuse and violence in my, you know, family line and like all this stuff. And I saw that as a positive that, look, I'm so strong. I've overcome all this, but then I finally clicked in my head, but I'm still using that mantra in my head. Still, that is the story of my life that I keep telling myself. And then I'm shocked that I'm not going anywhere in life, um, emotionally, spiritually, romantically, because I've kept in my head this whole reel that I was the victim and I've overcome all this. And so finally I was like, I need to let that go. That is a part of my story, but it is not my story. Mm-hmm. You know, I want a new identity. I want to really be who I am. And I finally got excited about what do I like? You know, yeah. what, what foods do I like? What music do I like? Like, who am I? Like, what journey do I want to be on? And like, who is my dream person? And not just, like, romantically, but, like, me. Like, who do I want to be, you know? And that's where you and this podcast and my children and my other friends have really embraced me and helped me and, like, just carried me through this whole experience and this, like, butterfly, aha, spread my wings moment. And I would not be where I'm at without y'all, right? And so now I see you going through the same things, which we laugh and talk about how one of us moves ahead a little bit and the other one's like, don't forget about me. And you're like, I got you, boo. And like, I'm going to throw you ahead. And then yeah. the, that person's ahead. And the other one's like, yo, bitch, what, <laughs> what happened? Hell? Yeah, you're leaving me behind. It's like, no, no, I'm right here. Give me your hand. I'll spring you forward, you know. And so now I'm like, here's my hand. And you were like, ah, you're gonna bite that hand. You're like, I'm a caged animal. I'm like, you're not caged. The door is open. Come out. And you're like, I'm not coming out. I'm like, come on. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Like, like no. Yeah. And so here we are in my bed. Hey, I came over, didn't I? I'm so proud of you. You did. I, I was not getting off the phone with you until you got into my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm I like, could, I'm staying on the phone with I you. I could tell. And I was like, I'll just get ready. And you're like, you want to stay on the phone? And I was like, oh, she knows. It. Right? Because I'm like, all it's going to take is one thing. And you're like, click. I'm going to. Unplug the phone, turn it off, <laughs> lock the doors, turn the lights out. Like, I'm not coming out. I'm like, no, you're coming out. We are yeah. pulling you out of this cocoon, like, literally. So, now, where are we at now, Aurora? You're smiling. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm on the edge. I'm, I'm right on, on the, the edge. edge. I'm holding the door open. I'm looking out. I got my little paw out. I'm like, don't anybody bite my paw. Right? Nobody's going to bite you. I'll bite them. Oh, I will. very sweet. Well, that made me want to cry some more. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional love and support. Eh? Right. <laughs> but what do you ultimately want in your life? What do you really want? Really, truly. Yes, say it. It's a safe place. <laughs> I guess I just... Like, I know what it is, like, like, I feel like everybody has this, like, inner saboteur, Mm -hmm. and, like, what is that inner saboteur always saying to you? Like, that's the thing that, like, you really harbor, and, like, I always just think about, like, you're better than this, like, 
how have you let yourself like get to this point right and like I feel like I just I feel like such a failure sometimes and I'm like I don't know and that's the labels we put on ourselves to keep ourselves in the box and how many stories do we all hear about people who were told no over and over and over again and didn't give up, you know, and yeah. kept going for their dream, for whatever they wanted, you know, whether it's, you know, Barbara Streisand, who mm-hmm. was told, you know, umpteen times no, and that she wasn't pretty enough for movies, that her voice wasn't good enough for music. And she was like, I'm not putting up with that. Every no is closer to my yes. And got like 200 no's before she even got to do her first like live show. And I'm not talking like amphitheater. I'm talking about like singing in a bar, you know? Yeah. But she was not going to take no. How many children have we heard about that come from situations that are just horrid, whether it's poverty, abuse, whatever, and are like, no, I am somebody and I'm going to make myself into something. Children who've been homeless that get into Ivy League schools. Yeah. You know, I'm like, there's all these examples and all these amazing, beautiful you know, souls out there. And we hear all that and we're like, yes. But then it gets to us and we're like, oh, but I'm not worthy. Yeah. And then it's like, like you start off your life, you're like, okay, by this time I'm going to be doing this. And by this time I'm going to be doing this. Like, and like, I haven't like reached any of those like milestones that I had supposedly set in my life. And like, And, like, I feel like I'm, like, wasting my potential. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I have all these gifts. And, like, I feel like I'm not using them to, like, fulfill, like, my purpose. Like, I feel like I'm always, like, holding myself back. hmm And what do you think that fear is? Why do you think you do that? Because I think we all do that. I know we all do that. In some, you know, form or fashion, mm-hmm. we all do that. And I think that is the beautiful thing, you know, is when we finally let go of that and forgive ourselves and forgive everyone else and say, and this is my moment to shine and I'm going to do it my way and go forward, right? Like Vera Wang. She didn't even make her first dress till in her 40s. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, there's umpteen people we can name. You know? How many beautiful artists, you know, are there that never even got to know how amazing they were because they didn't become famous until after they passed away? You know? How many beautiful people have done so much for so many other people but never really got to shine in their own moment? You know? And you have amazing gifts. You're a beautiful soul. You know that. And you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to finally realize that you're worth it. And no one else can make you feel that way. You have to feel that way about yourself for you to be able to attract that into your life. And that maybe the whole point was is that you did need to go through all this. You know? So that you can be ready for that thing, you know, that moment, that person, that job, that just, ah, you know, 
Um, Because it's a process. And it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. And we were talking about how sad it is, how many people get to that point and never, ever allow themselves to let go and really fly and give up right before the love of their life is coming, right before, you know, their most beautiful project is going to happen or whatever. And whether they stay in their cocoon with their whoopee and everything, um, continue to use drugs, continue to stay in a cycle of abuse, you know, or give up their life because they just can't deal. Mm -hmm. How sad it is to be right there, you know? How many people have a beautiful story inside them to write a book, to write a play, you know, to, to make a song, to do all these just incredible things, but we never think our gift is worthy. We never think we're worthy, and so we give up, you know? How just beautiful and amazing would this world be if we all broke through our own personal barriers and allowed ourselves to really become the people we were meant to be? I think that's just, like, part of it. It's, like, I don't know, A, what I'm meant to be. It's, like, um... I feel guilty for not meeting expectations, like, that, like, my parents have placed on me, my family, like, that I've placed on me, because, like, I'm my biggest, like, worst critic, like, you know, and, like, I feel like, because that's really, like, I always say, like, I feel guilty, like, I really feel guilty all the time, like. And, like, I just, I feel like I'm not meeting expectations, like, all the time. Like. And what expectations do you need to meet? Well, they're, like, fake. Like, they're not real. Mm. Like, I've already, I have already not met them, so, like, now I need new expectations. And I don't know what they are, like. And that's one of the beautiful things, though, is not to have any expectations. Just to enjoy the whole being in the now and living in love and just being excited about the unknown and what you don't know that's going to happen, which is really scary. But that is the beautiful, most loving, like just juicy, yum, yum moment of life is just not knowing. And then it just popping up and you being like, And that's terrifying, right? Yeah, but it's like, for me personally, I need to find the balance of living in the now. Because, like, I have, like, this, I don't know, what is it? It's not proclivity. Proclivity. I don't know. Proclivity. I don't think that's the word for it. But it's, like, impulsiveness, like, rashness, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's, like... living in the love and living in the now which I really enjoy which is what I think this podcast is like like I've had such a fun time of doing it but also I need some type of direction and plan Mm. right yeah so I think that's where you know for me it's I need a plan too Mm -hmm. um and but the whole thing in my mind in my heart my soul is 
is I have a plan. I have a direction I'm going in, Mm -hmm. you know? And I used to joke about how my ADD is always like, it helps me because then I don't even remember what to be upset about. I'm like, ooh, shiny thing. Ooh, squirrel, (laughs) right? But now I realize what it really is, is I can have a plan and that's beautiful, but there's so many detours in life and it's not a bad thing. I can be on a, on a path and then go, oh, but I really like this and I didn't even know I liked this and I'm going to go that way. So it's like you can have a plan, but you can change the plan or add to the plan mm-hmm. anytime you want. And that I think is, is maybe the aha moment that you're at in the fact of, okay, it's okay to have a plan. But I can change that plan anytime. That's what we need to get into our mind. I didn't grow up that way, Nicole. <laughs> well, I didn't grow up where there was no plan. We were just throwing darts, and wherever we ended up, that's where we ended up. And we might be there two weeks, and then grab your garbage bag because we move into somewhere else because yeah. this didn't feel shiny and loving and everything else. And so for me, I had to learn to have roots. I know. To have a plan. I think that's part of it is like. I always feel like there's, like, these two warring, like, factions all the time. Like, I have this, like, gypsy spirit who, like, loves and is beautiful. And, like, that's, like, the good side of me. Like, I love her. Like, I want to, like, nurture her. Mm -hmm. But then I also have this side that's, like, okay, gypsy dance. But, like, where are you going to dance at? What stage are you going to be on? Where when you going to get there? How are we going to get there? Like, we need the road, gypsy. Like, and I'm, like, no. Like, gypsy wants to dance and be free. And, like, I feel like that's who I really am. Do you know what I feel like you just described? What? Your parents. Oh, no. <laughs> and where do you think all of that came from? Which we were talking about. It's not a bad thing. If you had the most beautiful, amazing, perfect parents in the world, that's awesome. You still have to break out of that and find your own path. Mm-hmm. If you had the most hmm, tragic parents who were still trying to get over their stuff, who's you know, never got to really become adults, but it became parents, you know, emotionally, physically, whatever, then you really have to overcome that too. It doesn't matter where you come from. At some point, you have to decide your own life for yourself. And it's not blaming anyone yeah. that raised you or was in your life or, you know, molded you who, who you are. But now it's like you, ha- you have to break out of that mold and decide things for yourself. But for our whole lives, we have had this, mantra in our head from every single person that has been in our lives that has told us how to live, how to survive, how to get to this point. And then now it's time for you to make up your own story, your own mantra, your own rules. And it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. But then it's also scary as hell because it's like, well, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I don't think it's that you have to figure it all out right now. It's that you're making a conscious choice that... I will dictate the rest of my life. Like, thank you, next. Thank you for everything that you've given me, for getting me to this point, and I love you, but those things are not working for me anymore, and now I need to develop who I am all by myself and make up my own rules for my family, for my life, for my future children, for my future whatever, you know? Like your own traditions, your own rules, your own house rules. Yeah. For you. And it's like you don't have to have all the answers now. You're not supposed to. That's scary, huh? You know, 
what's crazy? It's like I've said all these things to other people. Mm. Mm. Literally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's that she often gives wonderful advice, but she but doesn't take my own advice. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so now, Mirror, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm right here in front of you, giving it back to you. And yeah, stop. Go away. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I feel better. I'm look. I uncurled my body language. You did. You did. You did. You're open now. Oh, like a flower. <laughs> Buzz, buzz, I'm going to come over and get your pollen. (laughs) (laughs) And sprinkle it all over the world. Yeah. You're free to be whoever you want to be. And do whatever you want. And you can make any plan for yourself. And I'm going to be right there on the journey with you. In the bus. (laughs) Rolling up behind you going, where are we going? Pick a way. It's like. I'm so afraid to fail sometimes that I can't start. Mm. I've been there. I think we all have been there. But we've also talked about there is no such thing as failure. Yeah. There really isn't. You know, that whole there's no good and bad. It just is. And every single thing that happens to you is something that leads you to the next great thing. Yeah. There is no bad. Because... How many times have we talked about the beautiful gifts that those situations that didn't work out have given us? Yeah. It's just like one of those things you're like, I feel like I've come so far, right? And like I'm ultimately like closer to who I feel like I should be. Like I really do feel that way. Like. But it's one of those things of like, okay, like, I know she's right there. Like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing is like right there, right there. And then I just like, I'm not letting myself like reach out and like, and do it. Mm-hmm. Your inner boo-boo kitty, your inner child is like, let me come out and play. And you're like, no. You're a child. You'll mess everything up. You'll make a mess of everything. And she's like, but I want to come out and play. I want to I wanna be in charge. And you're like, no, you're a child. You're going to paint on all the walls. You're going to tear up all the papers. You're going to get us in so much trouble. And she's like throwing a fit and jumping up and down. And she's got her wings on. And she's like, I want to be a fairy princess. Let's be a fairy princess. And you're like, there's no such thing as fairies. And she's like, you've told me our whole life that we could be a fairy princess. Is it something like that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly like that. But it's like. Like, I feel like I have so much, so much to offer. But I just don't know how to give it to anybody. And that's okay, because you know what you got to do? You got to give it to you first. 
that's how you figure out how to give it to others. No, but then I have to work on myself. <laughs> you already are working on yourself. That's how you got to this point. Is you figured out and realized that the stuff that was supposedly helping you get to this point ain't helping you anymore. It's the last band-aid to rip the fuck off. And you're like, oh, but I might bleed to death. <laughs> is that an artery band-aid? It's not. It's the part that is holding the light in and not letting it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what that Band-Aid is yet. I guess I haven't come across it. You said earlier that you knew what the Band-Aid was and you didn't want to say it out loud. Well, I felt like I thought I, thought I knew what the Band-Aid was. I really thought that it's like the guilt of like... Not meeting my own expectations. Or I think like that's my, part of it, yeah. My parents' expectations and things like that. Because like, I always feel so like, okay, where well, you did that, but you didn't quite do it well enough. Like, mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's not feeling worthy? Yeah. Yeah. And that you gotta love you? Oh, it always comes back to that! <laughs> Right? Yeah. And that maybe that's one of the reasons that we look to romantic love and sex <laughs> and all this other, you know, <laughs> things um, is to tell us that we are pretty enough. We are yeah. special enough, you know, that a complete stranger telling us or someone we've only known a short amount of time mm-hmm. how beautiful and special and wonder we, wonderful we are gives us more... Look, you're smiling already. You're smiling huge. (laughs) Gives us more um, confidence and love for ourselves than us, who we've been with ourselves forever. (laughs) Literally. Telling us that we're pretty and beautiful and special enough. That maybe that is the addiction and what keeps us in place Mm -hmm. and doesn't allow us to grow and blossom and go to that next level. Yeah. Keeps us stuck. So, maybe, just possibly, you have to love you first before you can love anyone else. Okay, RuPaul. (laughs) Okay, RuPaul. I'm just saying. No. Girl, let me tell you. Tell me. Yes, I mean, uh, I won't lie. Mm -hmm. It is like a nice throw, but like... It's like you and I were talking about using like Bumble or like dating as like a an escape, like an escape me- mechanism. It's like you're getting a thrill from like, oh, somebody likes me and they don't even know me. Like, not really. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what am I pitting out there that they like ding! me? Ding, 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 they ding, like ding, me. Ding. And it's like. And you got that like and it's not enough. You have to keep swiping. Yeah. because I need another ding. Yeah. 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 I need another affirmation that I'm worthy. Yeah. It's artificial. Like I'm still. Right. And no offense, Bumble. No, love no, Bumble. No, no, And it, you know, it it has helped in many ways. Mm-hmm. And it can help you when you're ready mm-hmm. to find the love of your life. Yeah. To find that person to write off with, you yeah. know. Um, I love Bumble. <laughs> However, we can also use Bumble, Tinder, any other dating apps as a crutch. Yeah. Just like anything else in life mm-hmm. that kind of keeps us in limbo because we don't want to deal with our shit. Yeah. 
And then I'm going, why am I attracting chaos? Okay, well, that was going to be my next point of, like, I can definitely tell when I've been, like, quote, chaos swiping. <laughs> yes. Because then I'm, like, I'm not in, when I talk to them, I'm not really in it. I was just, like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And, like, it's been fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I've had my fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can talk about that in another episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, Back of the minivan. Back of the minivan. Um, I feel like the the past few weeks have deserved their own episodes. So I'm going to leave them right there. But like, I was using it as like validation mm-hmm. when I really needed to validate myself. But like, I was using other people and like, just like what everybody else does in the world. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all been there. We all been there. We all do it. I used to make fun of the people that did it, but here I am doing it. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's, Welcome. That's a mirror. Hello. Uh-huh. <sighs> and, you know, we don't like the things that we see in other people that we do ourselves because we're like, ooh, who is that? Mm. <sighs> I thought I was going to have my breakthrough today. Maybe I'm, I do feel closer. I do feel calmer. Mm-hmm. Since I've talked to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're right there. I don't know what it is yet. You still don't know? Mm-mm. I, I feel like at peace. Like I feel more at peace than I have in the past like couple weeks. Like I realized like I hadn't talked to my dad in like a couple weeks. But like I literally wow. like lost time. Like, I woke up and I was like, holy shit. Like, it's been a couple weeks since I talked to my dad. Like, but I legitimately, like, didn't realize it. Like, that's how, like... In the hole you were? Yeah. And then I called him yesterday and I was like, hey, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And what did he say? He was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, my dad's kind of used to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Where are you going now? (sighs) What is it that's pulled you into the dock again or (laughs) pulled you away? I know it's like it's like once you acknowledge it and like keep saying that like you just have to keep dealing with it like just a little bit more and more like a little little pieces get like pulled away and like it's not as heavy as it was before but it's like still there Mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel as like crushing as it did before. Yup. <clears throat> so, some things for me, since you seem like you need a moment, <laughs> that I had to overcome. Ooh, this is sharing with the group. Um, and I've told you this many times before. So, like, growing up, my mom had tons of um, self-image issues, right? Um, 
And, you know, I don't know where it all came from. I have feelings of where it came from. Like, her parents grew up during the Great Depression Mm -hmm. where, like, food was scarce, you know. Um, And she grew up in a very strict household. Um, And then during the hippie age is when she came into her, you know, womanhood Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, love and, you know, make sex or make love, not war, (laughs) which is pretty (laughs) much sex. Um, and all of these things. Um, but my mom had a big, big, um, body image issue and she was bulimic, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's what I grew up in. And when I was little, like seven, eight, nine, anytime I was sitting at the table eating, my mom would start singing to me two ton Tilly walking down the street. Right. Um, and make like blow her face up and make these faces like oh you don't want to be fat and stuff and I was always extremely underweight as a child Mm -hmm. um and uh she would like nitpick everything that I wore and that I said and that how I dressed and like oh your thighs are looking fat or oh you know like what are people going to think of you and no man's ever going to want you and just constantly you know Mm -hmm. um and that stuff obviously stuck with me for a long time to the point where you know I had plastic surgery I had my boobs done you know and I had lipo and all these other things and just it got to a point where I was like I can't keep like cutting on myself and cutting pieces of myself off you know um trying to be perfect Mm -hmm. you know when there is no perfect um and then so many of those things even my implants made me sick and ill and you know just a much less the emotional baggage of it all a constant reminder of not being enough yeah um and I finally you know said enough was enough and stopped doing that and had to focus on myself and heal those things you know and I think we all have those things that we carry from our childhood where we don't feel enough and you know, I don't want to put anything on you, but maybe there's some part of you that is still holding on to something like that. Yeah, for sure. When when things happen or I do something or I hear something, like, it's not even something somebody said, like, to me, but, like, I hear somebody else say it to somebody else. Like, it, you know, you'll hear it again and, like... It starts your own mantra yeah, again? Yeah, And, um... It's like I, I feel like I need to replace... Like, I I already know, like, I'm my biggest self-critic. Like, how I got down, like, just now was, like, I hadn't called my dad in two weeks. Like, what the fuck? Like, kind of thing. And I'm like, girl, like, you hadn't called your dad in two weeks? Like, seriously? Like, man that's, like, loves you? da 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 And I'm like, but on my mind, I was like, okay, Aurora, like, okay, you hadn't called him in two weeks. But guess what? You at least called him yesterday, mm-hmm. like. And the phone works two ways. Yeah. He could call you, too. Yeah. Because what we forget is other people have their own lives, their own baggage, their own thing, and their perception of how things are, right? Yeah. And maybe it's a, he doesn't want to bother you, mm-hmm. or he wants to give you space because that's a relationship you two have developed, you know? Yeah. Um, And, like, when you're good, you'll call him, you know, kind of thing. Or maybe he's in his own rabbit hole. Who knows? Not put anything on you, Dad. Mm-hmm. But um, unlike me, who's like, I'm in your face. 
I ain't <laughs> talked to you, you know, 20 times a day. What's going on? You know, like, yeah. I'll give you a day or two. Like, we had um, a few days ago where, I, you know, we both were like, you need a moment. You just need to turn the phone off and, like, not talk to anybody for a while. But I need you to text me each morning <laughs> and tell me I'm still alive, you know. Yeah. Um, but you really just needed to totally reboot and, like, save your energy and really, really just have a moment of you, like, you know, comfy blanket, um, you know, TV shows, whatever you want, pajamas, whatever, and just have a uh, take a break moment for a minute, which you barely did. You ended up going and doing, helping your brother and doing other stuff, but that I was I had your... fun that day. I felt you much did. better, though. Yeah, right, exactly. After those two days, yeah. But you need to be able to do whatever you wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm going to step back for a minute, but... You get two days, two days, and then it's you have to check back in, you know? <laughs> um, but that's the relationship we've developed together, yeah. you know? Um, but then getting back to the beating yourself up over a phone call, rather than enjoying the moment of the conversation that you two did have, yeah. immediately going to the tape in your head of, you weren't enough, you didn't do this, why did you wait for two weeks, rather mm. than just being able to enjoy it? And I think that's the living in the now, that is a healthy now, is going... I'm not going to beat myself up for this. That was the best I could do then, mm-hmm. or that's what happened. And there's nothing wrong with that. The phone does work two ways, you know. And I just enjoyed the moment of talking to my dad rather than having to beat ourselves up over it. Because it's like we never allow ourselves to tr- truly enjoy any moment. You never allow ourselves to go, oh, my God, I feel so beautiful now. Or, oh, my gosh, like, this is so much fun. Um, because then immediately... It's like, you're only allowed to be so happy. Mm -hmm. And so immediately we come into, well, yeah, but yesterday you felt like shit. Yesterday you didn't do this, you know? A week ago you didn't do that. Like, we can't even just be in the now and enjoy this moment. And I think that's the difference, you know, rather than just being like, I'm in the now. Let's just ring the bell and see where we end up at. Which is the feeling that you're feeling if you allow yourself to be that way. But it's really doesn't have to be that way. Yes. Okay. No, what you just described is a better living in the now for me, I think. Which is the whole point is that you can live your life any way you want. Nobody else determines anything for you. You determine everything for you. And just allowing that to be okay and for you to be enough. For me to be enough? Yes. Yes, you are enough. Exactly as you are. You don't have to have everything figured out. Everything about you is beautiful. Down to the mess, (laughs) boo-boo. Ooh. Ooh, that hit a place, didn't it? You is enough. And you are a beautiful gift. For anybody to get a phone call from you, okay? (laughs) When you said that, like... (sighs) Mm -hmm. Something just, like, settled a little bit. I had this thought of, like... It's okay if I... If I don't have kids. Mm. I finally felt. We're covering our face with our shirt. Yes. 
Yes, we're feeling very naked. I finally felt okay with that. Is that what it is? Like, what I'm putting out now, like, I don't have to pass it on to another person. Like, me just existing in my space, like, putting out, like, the the beauty to the world, which is what I feel like this is, like, is enough. Like, this is my higher purpose. Like, having children or creating family isn't my higher purpose. This is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be. That doesn't mean you can't have that, too. No, but it's like... I released myself of that expectation. Mm. If that happens, that's beautiful, but it doesn't have to happen. Like, I will be okay and I will be enough. Just... creating something beautiful. Yay! (sighs) That this is my baby. Yes. Yes. And how many times have we said that? (sighs) (sighs) And just appreciating this this moment this beautiful thing that you're making doing the podcast being there for other people letting them see all our ugly and all our real right yeah yeah and if it helps one soul it's all worth it right it is it's like I've never really found anything besides this that, like, makes me feel so, like, um, like, true to myself and, like, beautiful and, like, passionate about something. I'm always like, oh, yeah, but it's, like, it's not, like, not enough, not enough, right? But it's, like, this, it's, like, yes, this is the thing, right? And it's, like, and I feel like I haven't been working towards it enough recently, and I think that's part of the guilt, too, is, like, or you found your thing. You found your beautiful thing. Like, okay, now work on your beautiful thing. Like, yay. And then it's like, and I have felt so down on myself that I haven't been, like, I feel like I've been squandering it. And that's like part of the guilt. Doing too. other things. Yeah. Taking time off, even though the whole reason we banked so many episodes was so that we could take time off. Yeah. Time off for the holidays. Time for me to heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, time yeah. for you to go down and see your family. And, and I needed all that time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had experiences for this. That kind of thing. And you had so much fun during that. I had that. so much fun. And now you're back beating yourself up mm-hmm. because you were happy and having fun. And you're not allowed to do that. And, oh, look, you didn't work on your passion project, did mm-hmm. you? Yeah. So you were bad, bad girl. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um. And now it's like, well, no, that all needed to happen so you could have this moment mm-hmm. and share it with the world. Because <laughs> everybody goes through this. I know. Look at you smiling now. You're like glowing. I'm free. I'm free last. <laughs> Yet again, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
you look so beautiful. Oh, stop. You always <laughs> do what you really do. Like, it's crazy how I can literally, our favorite word, <laughs> see you looking lighter, like fresh, like you just released this huge thing from you, this burden from your soul. And like, you are glowing now. I know, my pretty, pretty princess. My queen bee. <laughs> She's back, bitch. Hasa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> we ripped off the band-aid. You is enough. You is pretty. You is awesome. You is the gift. That's the gift. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Mm. Yes. So, biggest takeaway. Yes. Which is something I've known has been the thing that I've always struggled with is, like, negative self-talk. Like, negative self-think. Like, And it's, the voice sounds different some days. Some days it sounds like who used to speak to me that way. And some days it's my own voice. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know which days are worse than others. <laughs> it could be a toss-up. Um, like, that is my... I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. Also, it's January something. I'm a little late. <laughs> right? You can do it anytime you yeah. want. <laughs> but it's like, that's something I really want to work on this year is, like, negative self-talk and self-think. Mm-hmm. Like. I think that would go so far. Yes, yes. I think it's something we all need to do. Yeah. And that's where I told you this year, my only New Year's resolution was, Mm -hmm. and it is the resolution for my life, for my new life, is I'm only doing what feels good. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. Whatever feels good, that's what I'm doing. You know, in a healthy way, peoples. (laughs) But, like, if um, someone is mean to me or something feels not right or bad that I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to my inner self, my inner child, my soul, my heart. And if they say, no, we don't like this, then I'm like, okay, we don't like this. We're not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not eating that food anymore. We're not hanging with that boo no more. We ain't, you know, hanging with these peeps no more. We ain't doing that job. Like whatever it is, no means no. And that's it. And if it feels good, I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't, deuces bitch so yeah that's me what about you I'm gonna be kinder to myself I'm making a promise (gasps) to be kinder and I'm not sometimes I can't fulfill my own promises to myself that's okay so I'm gonna promise to you and to everybody else that I'm gonna be kinder to myself I love that that's beautiful cause sometimes I can't do it for me (laughs) Mm mhm I feel like you and I are like, I'll just do it for somebody else. Mm -hmm. If I feel like I'm doing it for somebody else, for some reason, I'm like, I can do it. Oh, that's so beautiful. Do you know what I think that deserves? Hmm. Taco run. (laughs) Are they open yet? (laughs) They gotta be. (laughs) Uh, Well, um, thanks everybody. I'm done now. I I can't do it anymore. I know, I know. Let me close this out for you, boo. You just say something if you feel like it. I love you. Cover yourself back up with your leisure shoot. There you go. 
Covering her face back up. All right. She's safe in her, her whoopee. Okay. So, if you haven't told yourself today, you are enough. You are perfect exactly as you are. We love you. Aurora, say we love the people. I love the people. Okay. we Cover yourself back up. There okay, you go. Okay. You're safe again. Okay. We're going to go get you some tacos, boo. Um, so... I love you, and I just really, really, really want you to love you. Okay? Say say it with me. I love me. I am loved. I am love. I am enough. And if you need to, rewind this and say it again. You is enough. You is special. You is beautiful. You got lots of gifts. Forgive yourself. Love yourself and move the fuck on. Right? Spread your wings and fly. Like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry me. Oh wait, can we still sing that song anymore? I don't think so. I don't know. Shit, is that isn't that R. Kelly that sang that song? I didn't even know that. I thought we just weren't supposed to sing. Oh. But I'm so glad you said that and that you sang that and you felt that, even if it was R. Kelly. I don't know, but I'm happy for you and I'm happy for the peoples. And I hope that this brings you light and joy. And I don't know how much laughter you're getting out of this episode, but we love you. We'll make it funny in the, Next back, time. In the back of the minivan. Hey! Right? Or, or in the middle of the SUV. We'll talk about that sometime, maybe. Okay, bye. Bye!